Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to Eternity Viewpoint. Uh, We're going to be reading, we're going to be talking about, uh, what can I say, what can I say, Uh, James chapter 3, I'm going to read a little bit there and get into it today. My brethren, be not maddening masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven to fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame, it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be, that the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter, can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either of vine figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. All right, so what can you say? Uh, we know that man talks about freedom of speech. The Christian has liberty as a child of God. How does that apply to our speech? Does our thought life uh, affect what we have to say or should say? There are just a few of the questions that we will ponder in today's study from James chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 19, I'm going to read there a minute, Proverbs chapter 19 and verse number 5. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Then Proverbs 19 and verse 11. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. You know, the the speech, our talk, affects so much more than just the things that we say. It, it affects the, the way that we live, the, how that we act, uh, how we uh, correspond and mix with others. It's certainly, certainly extremely important there. And uh, the Bible talks about the discretion of a man deferring our anger. And the Bible says in James 1.19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. So learning how to be swift to hear, in other words, to listen first, and then after we've considered things, then to talk rather than just blurting something out, which we can never take back. And it's so difficult to 
correct the uh, thing that we've said. Uh, we claim we didn't mean it, but the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And so it is extremely important uh, what we think about, and uh, we need to make sure that our thought life is pleasing to the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 19, Proverbs 19 and verse number 25, it says, Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware, and reprove one that hath understanding, and he will understand knowledge. So uh, that's extremely important. We don't want to use prideful speech. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 18 Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. It's so hard at times to uh, uh, control our speech, and oftentimes it's because we think we know better than somebody else does, and so we want to uh, maybe have the last word, or may, maybe something say something that we think's witty or somehow we want to uh, get over on somebody else. And that's what the natural man tends to do. The Bible tells us it's because of our heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we need to be very careful how we handle things, what we say and how we act. And of course, First uh, Corinthians, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter 10 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. It says, But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. So we, uh, instead of trying to be prideful ourselves, instead of trying to think that we know better, we need to just give credit to God and how, how much more important, how much better that is. If we're looking at the beginning of this chapter, and I'll just make a couple of comments on it here in James chapter 3. It says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Now, thinking about that a little bit, we think about the fact that so many people are uh, jacks of all trades, but masters of none. And... Uh, you know, they, they have a little bit of knowledge, enough knowledge to be dangerous, but not enough to take care of the situation or handle the problem. And the more that we claim to know, the more that we uh, think we're experts on, the more accountable we are for that which we say. I certainly wouldn't want to be a architect for some big housing project with multiple stories, uh, maybe landscape... Uh, I can't even think of the word that I want, but uh, these big high-rise buildings I wouldn't want, or maybe some bridge project, or maybe being a mechanic on an airplane, it would not be in my area of expertise, and uh, be a very dangerous thing to have me in some doing some of those things. I wouldn't have a clue as to what I was doing, and so I certainly want to be don't want to be considered a master in one of those things. But the Bible says, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. You know, when you're talking about being offensive, uh, I, I do want to put that in a couple different uh, ways to think about that. It's not wrong 
to be offensive. As uh, in Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and the marls, discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So there are times when the word of God is, is offensive because it's necessary. In other words, to uh, have a healing process spiritually, you have to have uh, some offense. You have to give warning. And there is many uh, pieces of advice in Scripture that are give that give warning, and they can be offensive. And, of course, the Bible says in Psalm 119, 165, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. But uh, I, I can think of yesterday, I had to go to the doctor's office, and uh, you may not, uh, this will probably air differently, so, uh, but when I when I went to the doctor's office, I had tried to schedule an appointment, having problems with my toes. It goes back to some bunion surgery I had done several years ago, and uh, some of the things that have happened as a result of that, I guess it was actually three years ago, hard to believe it was that long ago, but... Uh, it solved one problem and caused another one. And so I've been dealing with all this constant uh, problem with toes rubbing against other, and I've tried to work my way through all that and obviously didn't want to go and have another surgery. And so uh, I was intent on going to this basketball, basketball camp. Of course, I've ref basketball this season as well as lacrosse and done camps this summer and uh dealt with the uh, pain and the uh, irritation, but just kept going because uh, I don't know if I'm just too stupid or didn't know to do any other. I'm not sure how I'd put that, but uh, I plan was planning on going to this camp, but I couldn't get in until a couple days before the camp. The camp was to start tomorrow, and I'd already paid my way and all set to go. And uh, first thing the doctor says was, well, we... We try to get you through the camp, but then we need to we need to put a boot on it and take care of the situation. And they took pictures and stuff. And of course, it wasn't good. But uh, he said to get a nurse in to dress it, and immediately uh, when she came in and saw it and did what she needed to do, and uh, she said, "You're not going to any camp. The boot's going on now." And you know, I could have been offended. Could have said, "You know what? Uh, no, the doctor told me I could go to the camp, but." She obviously had a better sense of what was going on, and and uh, the doctor was trying to appease me, but the nurse wasn't worried about appeasing me. She just wanted to do the right thing to do whatever she could to uh, save the toe. If And so I'd trust you'd pray with me with that, that that would be able to be accomplished. But uh, it was obviously a very serious situation, and uh, she needed to offend me in order to get the, the message out that, hey, we're not playing games here. And uh, sometimes uh, when we share something from the Word of God, people may not like what we say, but we need to say it anyhow, regardless of whether it's uh, offensive, because it's what people need to hear. And uh, so we we need to uh, do that. And uh, there are certain things that we can do as we're Looking in the book of James, it talks about not being offensive, and so certainly our speech shouldn't be offensive in the way that we come on people just because we're careless in our speech and we're not thinking about what we're saying. We don't worry about offending people and getting them upset with us. There's some times when we need to 
ask God to help us. That's why the Bible said, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And so, uh, but it's a difficult time with speech, and it talks about how hard it is to control the tongue. And it's just a little member, but it boasteth great things. The Bible says, Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members that defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. You know what? It's something that's really interesting, and I don't have the answer for it, and that is why do uh, people continually... Uh, say things that are not right, and uh, they never want to take uh, take responsibility for those things, and they just think they'll move on to the next situation. No, oh, I made a mistake there, but I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to try to make it right. It is what it is. Well, no, I don't think that's the way that God intends for us to be and how he wants us to live. So if we know that we've said something that's not right, even though we, we, it's hard to take it back, the Bible says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And uh, the Bible says, he that glorieth, as I said, let him glory in the Lord, for not he that condemn, condemneth, considereth himself as approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. So we don't want, to, the Bible says we're not to take the name of the Lord God in vain. And we shouldn't use questionable language. If you know someone that's always telling dirty jokes, be a good idea to avoid their company. Don't allow yourself to become argumentative. Proverbs 15 and verses 1 and 2. Give me a minute here. Proverbs 15, 1 and 2. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. Someone who just wants to argue with you, I've seen at times maybe a drunkard that just gets going, and all of a sudden they're trying to wax eloquent, and it doesn't do any good to get in an argument with somebody like that. Just to, just avoid that type of speech. Don't get involved in uh, foolish uh, talking, if you would. So how should I speak? The Bible says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. We're told in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And uh, sometimes there's this problem of... Uh, saying the wrong things, and so we're asking God, Lord, you help me not to be just throwing things out there just because I want to. Verses 23 
through 25 of the same chapter to say, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. You know, it's never, it's never right to lie. It's never right to, uh, uh, just, uh, Try to get a pretend that you know it's not all that important what we say to someone. Just get out of the situation if you would. Situation ethics. Uh, that's not the Bible says. Be angry and sin not. Let that the sun go down upon your wrath. It's a way that the devil gets in in our lives. The Bible says, "Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth." And here's where I wanted to go. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And then verse 32, it says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. That's what kind of speech that we need to have. It's not easy. What should I say? I should say things that are pleasing to God. I should say things that would bring honor and glory to God. I should live the life that he wants me to live, and my speech ought to show who I am. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of posting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.